Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 804. And today we continue looking into the gift and city of Jinky 55, which is freedom. Today we're gonna looking we're gonna be looking into the early stages of the awakening sequence. According to Richard Rod, there's a sequence, an order in time where the DNA um reaches, you know, this maturity of mutation, right? And um and according to him, these early stages happened, already happened up to 2012. Um and I re- I do recall that in my life, those, you know, particularly from the 2000s to 2012, that was heavy stuff. I, I do recall, because he's talking about <clears throat> when that happened, how, how heavy was this kind of internal broken breaking of uh, the prog- our programming and, and drama and emotion and swings and strange strange perceptions of time and going being all over the place you know internally and um since this jinky 55 is about romance right and the kind of from the perspective of the romance that we have with physicality right we have this this uh, um kind of like Back in the day, early knighthood, romantic stories of I'm not just talking about, you know, interpersonal relationships, all also that's also part of romance, but more like this romantic story of the hero's journey, right? This that we are living. This is our life is the hero's journey. So we come here and the video game is so um exciting and so well done that uh, we become romantic, we we become romantic, we start romanticizing the journey, right? And as long as we remain separated from our understanding of how things work, then things get nasty. And we went through all of that through the shadow of this Jinky 55, this victimization, right, that happens, complaining and blaming just the victim of drama, Right. That's what this uh, gene kit's all about. It's uh, being the victim of drama. And, and so creating this, looking for the, um, to prove that we exist, right? The external validation. And, and, this, um, and this constant drama that we're making. But it is because of our romantic idea. So when we're thinking about romance, um, from who's who's thinking the one who it's it's we don't think you know that's that's the one thing we need to realize we don't think who we are we don't think we just you know position attention that's what we do we position attention and then god flows through it there's no thinking there's just a flow of information you put it somewhere else and a different flow is going to flow from there that flow is going to go into the universe, coagulate into, you know, order the building blocks of reality to manifest physicality. And then it's going to come to you as an experience. And it's going to give you electromagnetic information. Now as physicality, you're going to get recorded into the soul. That's what we are. That's what we do. We don't think. So if we're thinking, who's thinking? 
the personality, the body, mind, consciousness. And this is something that I, I, I love dissecting about because this is the part where Richard Rudd, um, he hasn't got that yet. And so he's just talking about the pie machine and the entire jinkies is all about that, you know. And there is incredible wisdom in that because the bio machine it's it's a consequence of of the the the, the stage of our evolution as you know as the, the emissaries of God, right? The 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 points, the, the eyes and and the the eyes of God, if you want to see the hearts of God, right? Thou go into physicality to experience everything. And so <clears throat> as we go further, the, the bio-machine follows. And so what he's looking at, he's, and, and we've been talking about this all these episodes, he keeps looking at, at, at the bio-machine, which is the consequence of our evolution as, as, as consciousness itself, right? That our expansion as consciousness excel, itself into the infinite, um, he looks at it as that's what is programmed into the biomachine, in, in, not the biomachine, into the multiverse. And I'm not saying that it's not, because everything is interconnected, right? Ultimately, the, the, if you can, like I, I always say, if you can, you know, do the math and project the vectors, you know, scientists can calculate how the universe is going to expand and where the planets are going to end and all of that stuff can be done with math, right? So... In terms of evolution, we can also calculate how the the bio machine is going to, you know, open up these codes that are embedded in the in the, in the machine, so that it liberates as we raise in frequency. But it's all intertwined. But the bio machine is dependent of our choices, and this is why prophecy don't fit on never. You know, if you look back at prophecy, they say it's going to happen Tuesday and it happened 10 years later, you know, or it never happens. Oh, well, we shifted timelines, you know, because we were looking at that prophecy. Now made us change our ways. And now we're in a different universe, you know, and, and I, I do respect that. And I think that's very useful because, you know, looking at my life back in, you know, that period from 2000 to 2012, a big part of me was freaking the shit out because there were all these fucking prophecies about the fucking end of the world and super volcanoes exploding and covering the whole planet in ash and, you know, earthquakes and tsunamis. I had dreams of that shit. You know, it was like I, there was, that was my dark night of the soul, right? You know, passed through all of that stuff, you know, and still, you know, keep going. Because at some point it gets so heavy. That is what what we call the normies people. They don't want to look into this shit because they just can't handle it. You know, it's just what what in the Matrix, Red Cipher, in the movie, the Matrix Cipher says, well, he's eating the steak, you know, like, oh, you know what I think about this? Ignorance is bliss. So he's, he's chewing his, you know, his delicious steak, right? And his wine and he's in the restaurant and he's just, this, is, this doesn't exist. This is stimuli, and he says, I know this is stimuli that the Matrix is telling my brain that this steak is juicy and delicious, and this wine is fantastic, but it isn't real, right? And so what is real, ultimately, right? Our experience is real, even though this reality is, is you know, it's just made out of, you know, at the very subatomic structure, you we have your more space and actual matter. You know, it's just a little bit of microscopic, you know, 
subatomic particles kind of reconfiguring all around and creating these things that we think they're, they're physical. So at the very core, none of this stuff really even exists. We're living in one of these holodecks of the Star Trek, right? Cold reality. But it's so well done that it is real. Because we're here. We're having an experience, right? And so we come here and we're having our journey. And because it's so real and because we don't have mastery and understanding of the laws of the universe and how the universe actually works... We're making decisions. And that, when I mean decisions, I'm not, I don't mean thinking. I mean positioning attention. We are positioning the attention, which, you know, shoots up and starts the whole process of experiencing reality um, in, in loops, right? In these loops are lower frequency loops. And so when we were going through these early stages of awakening, we were going through at a galactic level, you want to say, that kind of rising of frequency. So there is that push for us to start looking upwards. Why? Because we're freaking out. And at some point you crack. And it happened to me in around 2014, around somewhere I was so fucking afraid of all this shit and, and stuff. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> you'll laugh if I tell you, but when you're in that fear, when you're in that place, I mean, it seems as real as fuck. And because you, your attention is there, you start having weird experiences. Metaphysical and physical, I've had some weird experiences because my attention was there, right? But at some point you crack and I found peace. And what was that peace? I surrendered. I said, I can't keep living my life afraid. Of all these fucking monsters and demons and ghosts and, 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 and you know, both physical and metaphysical government, whatever you want to call it, you know, or, you know, bills and, and you know, these prophecies of doom and gloom and aliens and you, you fucking name it. You know, it, it goes, the rabbit hole goes down, 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 right? And, and I surrendered. I said, I'm done. I'm done being afraid. So I was talking to God, right? He says, God, just kill me now. Just kill me now. I'm not afraid. I'd rather die than keep being afraid. And a second later, I realized that I was still alive. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still here. And that gave me so much peace. I'm, I don't know if, if this, I'm, I'm telling you exactly how it was, but it's, it, was, it was profound. It was an electromagnetic visceral experience that I had. And I found peace. And where did that peace came from? From me surrendering my romantic idea of reality. This hero's journey that I have to suffer in order to gain something. And I realized, you want to suffer? You can suffer. You want to make it exciting and an adventure? You can make it an exciting adventure. You, you want to make it dangerous? You can make it dangerous. Wherever you put your attention, you're going to have a kind of life from that stream of, of God, right? Of, of, of data, of, of, you know, of the infinite, right? The mystery. But you can put it anywhere you want. So at some point, you kind of like leave behind this romantic idea of the journey of, of being this knight in, you know, shining armor. I'm going to save the world. Where I'm going to save the damsel in distress. I'm not saying that you, you become an asshole and now you don't care about anybody. What I'm saying is 
what's happening inside of you. You're no longer, you no longer, uh, uh, your, your attention is no longer in drama. In the drama, because we go to see a movie and what turns us on is the drama. You know, the more fucking exciting shit that happens, the more we are on our fucking chair going like, oh my God, what's going to happen? We, why we like that shit, right? That's why we keep creating because that is the nature of this experience, having that drama. If we don't have it, then our life is flat, right? But at some point you make a decision of what do you want your life to be? I'm not saying don't have excitement or drama. What I'm saying is be aware of what you choose and choose it consciously. You know, I love watching movies that are, you know, about action and adventure and that kind of stuff. And it gives me a lot of excitement, you know, but I'm not going to go get on a cage, you know, swim with sharks. I don't need that. Maybe, maybe I will, you know, go to a really beautiful beach and do surfing, you know, which is cool and it's exciting and it's a little dangerous too. You know, so you choose what the one thing that I'm not going to do is keep creating these relationships that carry this drama. And so your relationships, you really get to experience or begin to experience, begin to call forth what is love. And now we're moving that frequency up towards understanding what is freedom, right? That we're looking into this jinky. So we're going to dive into all of that today. But before we get into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and that will get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool, the system, the jinkies, not in the way that Richard Rudd puts it out, because um, I think it's incredibly convoluted and it works for some people. But uh, in the way that I've kind of like put it out, like I've discovered it, there's a tool, there's a link on that page that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you click on that link, that will take you to the Jinkies website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile, which is this kind of geometric thing. There's an image example right underneath that link with 11 circles with lines and circles and, and numbers and words, right? This is the hologenetic profile. And what it is, is a very useful tool that um, Richard Rudd came up with to position our attention in these keywords, right, that uh, open up a certain area of the infinite, of the Akash, right, of, of God. And then you can have your own direct connection download to the specific information that's relevant for you in your life right now. Every one of these circles and and, and numbers have a, a meaning, right, in terms of how it's, it's read, right? And so uh, through that page, if you scroll down, you will see you know, an explanation of, G, of, you know, Richard Rudd explaining what this hologenetic profile is. There's a, an audio explaining hologenesis, what are the 64 names of love, how to read this map. And um, there's an index of all the 800 episodes here, not all the, but probably 700 episodes, <laughs> 750 um, in that index, and um, and there's uh, materials recommended, you know, the books that Richard has written, The Art of Contemplation, the Gene Keys book, and all that stuff, 
and, uh, and charts and stuff. Everything's there. This isn't, uh, uh, you know, an astrology reading that is going to tell you that you shall be married in the morning, tomorrow, and that's the end of it. No, this is, this is real. And why it's real? Because the fucking jinkies don't, they, it don't matter. This, this tool, this whole jinkies is to throw it out the window. It's not about the fucking jinkies. What it is about is about, it's, it's a trick to get you to position your attention in these very specific keywords that will trigger a download that will be relevant for you specifically because you're going to give it the translation that's relevant. The jinkies don't give you anything. The hologenetic profile doesn't give you anything. It's incredibly useful to learn how to use it. And then once you use it, you break through that because I consider this hologenetic profile just a kind of like the entry point into this thing, the, the foyer of the house. And then you go into the 64 jinkies that we all have in our genetics. I don't believe we only have 11, you know, and all that stuff. We are the full, the full picture, right? And you know it because you'll recognize you go through these jinkies. At the very kind of bottom of that page, you'll see uh, a chart that says spectrum of consciousness. These are all the 64 jinkies with all their processing of frequency racing. And I equate this introverted, repressed, extroverted, reactive from the shadow into the second and third seal or, or second and third chakra. And you got the gift is the fourth and the fifth fourth is really just a bridge that connects the bottom to the top so the gift is really the fifth and then you got the city which is the sixth that's the realization that everything is god right and then we got after that the infinite of the mystery of god right the, the, the entire multiverse and then they don't even know what it is nobody knows what's at that point and if you, those who have gone there they're gone they they're like okay well i've you know i've been through first grade now i'm bye-bye God bless you. I love you, but I'm out of here. And so Jesus and Buddha and, you know, Apollonius of Tiana and Ramtha, they're all gone, right? They went there and who knows how many that they're not famous, right? But our goal is not that. Our goal is to be here, to truly live a fulfilled life. The one thing that we can do and use this tool for is to transform the energy of fear into love. And so each one of these jinkies has three levels, from fear to love, and then they got the city to enlightenment. This jinky 55 that we're looking at particularly is very interesting because it's the only jinky that only has two. The movement from victimization, which is the shadow, to the gift and city together, which is freedom. And so there's no kind of like separation between the gift and the city here. It's just one thing. And, you know, as we've been talking about in the past episodes, this is in all of these 64 kind of, you know, diagram of these jinkies. This is where there's the connection of the divine to the physical. Right. And so all of this, it's philosophy. This is these are words. This is data. This is information. This is not truth. What Richard Rudd is saying is not truth. What I am saying is not truth. It's truth for me, as I'm experiencing. And whatever he writes, it might be his truth for, for Richard. But it's not for you. We are just, you know, brothers and sisters sharing data. You know, just like everybody says, hey, have you listened to that music? Check it out. Or have you watched that video? Check it out. We're, we're, have you read that book? We're passing stuff around. That's what we do. That's, that's what everybody, that's what we do as humans, right? Or as we are in this reality, in every other reality, we're passing information. 
But when you contemplate that and use this art of contemplation, you will, you will manifest because of your attention, because you're positioning your attention, you will manifest metaphysical and physical experience. And that's what we're after for. Experience gives you truth. Writing, this is not wisdom. This is not, none of this is wisdom or truth. This is data, philosophy, right? When you live it and it becomes, you have that electromagnetic, emotional, if you want to call it, you know, ripple. But at that point, you know, emotion, we'll call it lower frequency. I would call feeling or electromagnetic, you know, visceral experience, right? Goes through your body. Now you fucking know because you were there. You lived it. You have a bunch of that. You accrue truth and eventually you manifest and you realize and you allow that wisdom to grow from you. And now you know, and that changes everything. And that's what it's going, it is actually triggering this awakening in civilization. People are realizing we cannot keep listening to people telling us what things are. We need to find for ourselves. And that's when everything changes, right? So on that page, um, episode 256, you'll see everything about what we're doing here. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, John.TV, Pearl Planet, the pioneers of the Great Awakening, Who Am I? Click on the About tab, listen to episode one. The purpose of all these brands is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization. And I mean help because we're all just putting a little piece of the puzzle here. But the blueprint of a real civilization is not things that we do or things that we build. is the frequency that we vibrate as, as the children of God. Is the, the consequence of the choice of our attention. Where is our attention? Creates a frequency tone. And when that frequency tone is high frequency, now we are interconnected creating this web. That is what we call the, through the morphogenetic field among people. That is the blueprint of a real civilization. And so out of that, people will do stuff, but it's the right stuff. And when I mean the right stuff, not, not that there's right and wrong, but it'd be accurate for them and for their place in, in that web, right? Because it's already high frequency. The problem is that we go out there doing stuff out of sync with that high frequency, so we do, we just make messes. Oh, I'm enlightened, and you think you're fucking enlightened because you've read Deepak Chopra, you know, and you follow all the Buddhic path of the I don't remember what's it called, but you know, and you've gone to the peyote ceremony with the you know Indians here in, in New Mexico. <laughs> you think you're enlightened, but that day, the day that your frequency is down, you're an asshole, and it's not you, okay? Because remember, we are not. The personality, it is that the personality and us, it's intermingled. It has hijacked our awareness. This is why we're using this tool of the jinkies to recognize where are these, these linkages between the personality and us and start cutting them down. Say, get off of me. Because this body-mind consciousness, it's, it's, it's clenched on us. And it's telling us that we're our past and our future and our dreams and our beliefs and our opinions Right, that you are black or you're white or you're, you know, a woman or a man or a tranny. You know, you're none of that. These are the vehicles we're riding. We're not our past. We're not what we think. We're not how we dress. We're not how much fucking money we have. We're not how much fucking power. All of that is the personality, and it's a little being that lives in a box that knows it's going to die. 
Yet some of them are thinking, yeah, we're going to make ourselves cyborgs so that we live for a thousand years. And then a thousand years later, they die. <laughs> it's like, it's going to die. And it, don't, it, it knows it's going to die. So we are not that. And, and so that's our goal here, to bring uh, this information to people so that they can have their own experience and prepare themselves for the world that we are experiencing right now with Richard Rohr called the Great Change, you know, the Great Awakening, we call it, right? Um, and what it is, is basically um, being able to discern truth from lies. And so that you can make decisions in your life that keeps you alive while we go through this transition. Because right now, decisions are of people that are making influence by out, outer influences are killing them. And the whole thing, you know, really kicked in with this bioweapon that they released, this mRNA vaccine. It's not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon. And the whole Shalongo Mongo with the pandemic, right? Which it wasn't a pandemic, it was another thing. And when you actually look at follow the fucking receipts of the money, look, follow them. You want to know the truth? Follow the money. Follow the receipts. And you will find out that you've been lied. That toll of humanity has been lied. And it's not them, the people sitting out there. They're just the kind of the face of this thing. It is us. We fell asleep at the will. Gave our power away. Told, believe that somebody knew better than us about what we need in our lives. People started, you know... Uh, you know, letting other people educate their children. So now they got trannies teaching them how to have sex when they're four years old. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. What I'm saying is, do you choose that for your children? Is that what you fucking want? You know, children don't even think about that stuff. They want to go play. That's the kind of bullshit and sickening stuff that a civilization degenerates into because their attention have gone through the fucking, you know, pothole. Their attention is in the darkness. When we raise that attention and you can get to choose, you know, of all the things that are available for your life. We're not here to tell the people how to live, but for your life. Well, if you don't take the mRNA vaccines now, we're going to fire you from your job. Okay. God will open another way. And I, as soon as you take that decision... You will not be coerced because more shit's coming. You know, and so we, this is the kind of stuff when you find your integrity, when you find your sovereignty, when you find your center, and when you understand that you are not a slave of your personality and you are not a slave of anyone, this is freedom. And what is this freedom? And we're going to be talking about here today, um, where Richard Rudd talks about this at a, he calls it collective. I already kind of like really hammered on that thing. There is no such thing as a collective. Richard Rudd is head tripping on that one. Because collective is, is recognizing that there's a separation. There is no separation. There's never been a separation. There's only one thing going on here. There's only one of us here. Just like John Osborne said, what, what if God was one of us, right? It is. And, and there's only God. And so it's so advanced that it appears that there's, it's separated, but it isn't. And so if, if you start looking at, you know, becoming a community or, or a collective, you're already on the wrong track because you are trying to put a bunch of pieces together. 
and 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 they're all <laughs> they've never been separated. It's just that it's so advanced that we're looking at the same thing from an infinite of different angles. That's that's the, that's the realization. So let's dive into this um, early stages of the awakening sequence. I'm going to go through what uh, Richard Red is talking about, and then I'm going to give you my own download about it. Right at present, in relation to the dragon. Fly metaphor, which we um, talk about this in yesterday's podcast, we are in the stages of climbing up the stem out of the water and into the sunlight. The world genetic stage is in full sway of this drama. And because of this, it can be a deeply confusing time. You may already be having glimpses and premonitions of what is to come as your body and psyche becomes the battlefield for this mutative process. You may be highly susceptible to wild fluctuations in your normal rhythms, energy patterns, and emotions. This is a deep process of integration that will last a considerable time, but that will gradually become more stable. The early stages of the awakening up until 2012 are set to be the most volatile, volatile phase of the process. And so this is, uh, you know, when he wrote this was before 2012. So that was when we were climbing up the stock, right? <laughs> if we if we compare ourselves to the dragonfly. But now that was back then. That's what, you know, 12 years ago. So now we're actually opening the, the wings. Now it's actually, now it's actually happening. We are awakening. And what is awakening? What is awakening? Awakening is realize, open your eyes and see what is. And the good, the bad, and the ugly. You don't want to look at the ugly. You want to look, look at here at the Krishna fucking, you know, Hare Krishna singing and shake, shaking the fucking, you know, sage all around you and telling you diggy diggy and shake your ass. But don't want to look here at the darkness. You see, that is not awakening. As an awakening, you need to realize that because we are the positioner of attention, you have the power to position your attention anywhere. And if you don't realize that your attention has been hijacked into the darkness, you have parts of your attention. We all have parts of our attention that are stuck in the unconscious. And so if we don't go into the darkness, into the unconscious and look there, we cannot rescue our attention and say, fuck that. I don't want to put my attention there. I just want to keep it up here where everything is happy dappy. You know, and what, what does that create? When shit like that comes here and they say, well, if you don't fucking inject yourself with this mRNA bioweapon, they're not calling it bioweapon, right? You're going to lose your job or, or you're not going to be able to, to you know, to see your your grandparents, your your your, fa your family, right? Or we're gonna take your children away. We're gonna put you in a fucking camp. You know, they should. They said this. It was on the news. We should put people in camps that don't get themselves vaccinated. They fucking said that. You're gonna have to be wearing a mask that doesn't work. And so, when that shit comes, you just take it. And that happened to a lot of the spiritual community in quotes, right? They just took it. Friends of mine that I knew for a long time that I thought they have fucking bad backbone. Triple, quadruple vaccinated. Everybody has to show up to dance with a fucking mask. The lack of ability of, of, of critical thinking. 
if you were thinking, <laughs> we're like to say we're not, we don't think, but you know, you 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 for um, what's 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 the word um, you forsake when you don't dare to look into the darkness, you forsake that part of your power, and then that's that's when you end up making decisions that take you down that you know nasty rabbit holes of course we're the children of god nobody's gonna die yes the body will die but you'll come back forever and ever at some point you're gonna you know take it to the next level i'm not saying that this thing ends here or that you know it goes forever right but we're here now we're playing we're being part of this movie might as well do it properly right and what i mean might as well is let's live Truly live, truly showing up, truly actually being who you are, an individual. And we're going to be talking about that because according to Richard Rod, he sees the dissolution of the individual. But what he means, because I understand that he does, does not separate the amalgamation of the individual and the personality. What he means is the dissolution of the personality, which I totally agree with him. So this is semantics, but he does... Uh, bypass talking about the individual. We are not going home through making a fucking collective of hippies. That is not going to happen. Because that's been done since the 60s. And what, what happens? Next thing now they're sleeping with each other and hitting each other. Next there's fucking drama and somebody ends up dead. <laughs> or fucking overdosing. You have to say there's anything wrong. But you got to laugh at that stuff because it does happen. And so when that happens, you go, oh my God, there's coyotes out there. <laughs> But um, but that that stuff does happen, and you laugh at it. The more you laugh at this stuff, the more the more you relax and you go like, you know what? That we tried that stuff. That stuff didn't work. You know what do we try now? And and so what I have found out, and and you know you look back this through history, the way to God is within. And I'm not talking about the personality again. I'm talking about the individual. The individual point of perspective is specifically that line that connects you back to God. And what I mean back to God is back to that expansive awareness that encompasses everybody, right? Because there's no people. There's just one of us. These coyotes are really going for it out there. Look at that. It's, I think there's a police car and coyotes are going for it. I am in Arizona, so this thing does happen here. So uh, it is during this phase that our emotional systems are literally being broken down. Two jinkies are strongly connected with the 55th jink, the 55th gift. Its programming partner, the 59 gift of intimacy and the 39 gift of dynamism. They are also highly active in this process of awakening. The 39 gift and its city of liberation will challenge every emotional facet of our nature. You can see here the direct relationship between these two higher states of liberation and freedom. The 39 city actually provokes the final state of freedom. Liberation is a dynamic process, whereas freedom is a release. Equally powerful is the 59th city of transparency, which awakens simultaneously with the 55th city. Now, all of this stuff is what Richard Rudd talks about, right? The city does this and the city does that. He's just giving labels and names to the process, right? So you can see the hidden agenda be, be beneath the awakening process of this city, 
We humans, and when he says we humans, he is saying the amalgamation of the personality and the individual. That's what he means by humans. We are not humans. We are not humans. We are riding these bio machines, right? And so we need to become 100% aware of that because then you don't, at that point when you're awake and you can look at what's going on, you know, oh, well, that's the personality. That's my personality. My personality, that's that shit. But that's not me. And obviously you took, you take responsibility of your personality because you're not going to let, you know, your dog shed on your neighbor's yard, right? You got to train your personality. You got to take responsibility of your personality, but you are not your personality. So we are not human. And so this is huge. It might, it might seem like it's, you know, but I keep hammering on, on that because, you know, you, you can, you might not can hear it now and it kind of goes over your head. You hear it tomorrow, it goes over your head. But at some point it kicks in and then a deep peace flows through your heart and you find joy in your heart because you are no longer a slave of the demands that your personality demands that you, you know, step up to the plate, fucker, and show up to everybody that you are the big dog. These are head trips of the personality. You know, we're not that. So you can see the hidden agenda beneath the awakening process in this city. We humans, in quotes, are being forced to become transparent. And, and you know, in this case, it's, it's not that we're being forced to become transparent. It's that you got choices. And you, you look this way and you can keep, you know, keep faking it till you make it, right? Or you can just keep living this life with a mask. And it's a sad life that has no soul, you know, to keep going to the same places, to keep pretending that you're the same thing, right? So it's, it's a choice of where are we positioning the attention. Again, us, not the identity, not the personality, right? And so, um, so it's not that we're being forced to become transparent. Uh, it's that we're being, you could say that life that's happening here, it's, it is forcing us because when shit comes like this, like, you know, this push of, of, of tyranny, you know, like making, forcing people to vaccinate themselves with bioweapons, you know, that is a push. So you could say there is a push, a manifested physical push to, um, to to um I wouldn't say to become transparent. I would say to um to to really become aware of what is going on and then consciously making a decision. You know, the the decision at that point, yes, you know, this it, this is part of it. Become transparent. No, thank you. Why? Because I think it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Oh my god. Why did you say that? Now you hurt my feelings. You know, that is transparency. You see, and that, that doesn't mean that I don't love you or that I don't respect you or whatever. It means that that's, that's where I am. And so people in their personality, they're going to take whatever you say and they're going to twist it because that's what the personality does. But when you truly know that love is in your heart and you are not looking at another human being, in quotes, as a personality, but you're looking at God. That is the greatest, most amazing, most respectful, most loving, most, you know, like, you know, lifting way that you can see anybody. As you know that in your heart, you couldn't give three fucks what, the, what their personality thinks about you. 
Because you know that you're looking at God, right? You're looking at pure manifestation of divinity in every single human being. Whatever their personality is head-tripping about has nothing to do with them or with you. So you're not even going to play that game, right? So yeah, we're not necessarily being forced to become transparent. We're being forced to make decisions. And that decision, one of those decisions is to become transparent, right? Because not because... Not because we can even become transparent. You know, this is kind of something that, you know, because Richard Rudd amalgamizes the personality with the individual, he goes off on this thing. You don't become transparent because you don't even, <laughs> you don't even have a body. You don't, you, you're, you don't have opinions. This is all the personality. We don't have opinions. We don't have beliefs. We don't have a past or a future. We don't have time. We're just the positioner of attention. How does the positioner of attention is going to become transparent? There is nothing there. Just a choice, a focus. Who becomes transparent? And I would call that the beginning of the dissolution of the personality. The personality has to, has to start yielding its bullshit and say... And it's not that the personality yields the bullshit because the personality is never going to give up. You know, it's, it's meant to fight till death. What's going to happen is that you're going to start starving it uh, from attention. And so it's going to lose power because you no longer um, feed. It's just like a child if, if they're becoming a brat and you don't stop it, you know, you know, take them to, you know, a, a walk on the, on, the, on, on the forest. By the time three, four hours have passed, you know, that energy of bratiness is going to be left on the forest. And they're going to be walking out of that forest with that, with the energy of nature, right? But you took action. If you just sit down and just, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. And you feel that. That's what the, person, that's what the personality bio machine is doing. I want to do that. And you feed that shit. Your attention is there. They're a fucking tyrant. They're on top of you, shitting on your face. This is what our personality does. And so we're, we're addicted. We, you know. We have given our power away to the personality. And so it's that work of reclaiming that power that it's, it's not peanuts, I tell you. Definitely works. So we humans are being forced to become transparent like the dragonfly's wings. The 59 gift of intimacy is the first step along this road. We have to allow life to crack our hearts open through our relationships. And what does that mean? And we talked about that profoundly yesterday on yesterday's episode. Let that electromagnetic energy go through your emotional body. Reclaim, accept that the emotion you're experiencing, because you, you, the individual, are experiencing the emotion, right? It's electromagnetic frequency, right? This is the consequence of experience. So that part, we do experience the emotion, right? It is our power returning that we put out because we had attention somewhere. It is our prodigal son returning back home. And we do have to let that break our heart open. Who's the heart? The heart of the personality that has become an identity. That, that you know, I'm this, but I'm not that. You know? And where, where does that work? Through our relationships. Richard is right on on that one. So we already know that the 55th jink is about romance, which is why the awakening of the 55th gift, gift is about relationships. 
It's all about relationships. I think if, if I were to say what's the, the most important or the only, even probably the, the only thing that matters, that really truly matters in this reality is our relationships with ourselves and with, with what we call the others, right? In quotes. Um, that's all that matters. And, and you can see it everywhere on any movie or, or any story. You know, they could talk about anything, this or that, or power and that, but the, the real stuff, it's always our relationships. And because what is, what is our relationship is the mirror of God. We are having a mirror where to see reflected ourselves, the parts we like and the parts we don't like. And so being growing on the inside to being able to integrate these experiences it's the only thing that changes us. Obviously, you can have events like, you know, car crash or fucking cancer. But through that, you will also have relationships through that event or that moment. Right. And, and, and it's that experience at that point. You know, that kind of thing happens because the relationship with ourself is is not in alignment. But that, that's, for, that's for another whole, that's a whole other podcast in itself. So, um, so this is where, you know, Richard Rudd is talking about. After this awakening has occurred, one will no longer exist. And he's calling it as an individual. But what he really means is what will no longer exist is the personality. So the personality is going away. Awareness will operate collectively. Again, his words are, you know, incredibly ridiculous here. There is no collective because a collective implies separate elements. There's never been a collective and there will never be a collective. There's just one thing. So awareness already operates within this one, one thing. It's about us realizing that the awareness of another is the awareness of God looking at the same thing from a different angle. Everybody is looking at the same thing from a different angle. It's a realization of, of, of the divine right of everyone to look at reality from the angle that they are looking in, which is the angle of God flowing through them. That is love, right? When you're trying to make these fucking collectives and, and you know, it turned, they all end up in communism. So the early shattering of the sense of separateness will take place through your intimate relationships. From now on, the more you try to hide from others, the more suffering you bring, you will bring upon yourself. And that is true. You know, when, um, when the personality is running the show, we're hiding. Why? Because we're afraid that they're going to find that we are not... You know, the Joneses, right? It's take the Joneses through the whole fucking like gamut, right? We're not what they, we appear to be. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know, they don't even know who they are. Why would you give a fuck what they care about you? Would they die for you? That's the only place I would actually care what anybody thinks of me. Would you die for me? And then, you know, that's why I care what my mom thinks, you know, very few people. And, and, and it's a pain in the ass because a lot of the thing, time they come up with bullshit, but they would die for you. Other than that, you know, they're living in their personality. So, so this transparency, what is true transparency? Fuck, you actually say it like it is. And what's it going to create? They're suddenly not going to like you. 
because you're saying it like it is. And you're not saying it from a place of control or fear. You're saying it from a true place of freedom. Freedom of expression. Freedom of being. And you truly, genuinely know that who you are is love. And what you're doing is has absolutely no hint of control. So at that point, you actually go through your relationships. And you, you're pretty much giving them the entire gold, like the gold pot right there. Here it is. Why? Because I have infinite. It just flows through me, right? And it's awesome. I mean, when you when you actually meet people that open up like you, wow. I mean, it just, you, it multiplies exponentially and you're manifesting this abundance. Not manifest, but just realizing that it was already there. So, um, so you, you know, from now on, the more you try to hide from others, you can't. At this point, you can't. You either have to be or you just go downhill with the, with the crowd. So every hidden agenda must be aired and destroyed. I don't think destroyed. I think aired is a fantastic word. I think that the hidden agendas, um, they dissolve themselves when they are exposed. Because the moment you're exposed that... And this isn't about exposing anybody else. This is about exposing... Not, not, not even consciously exposing. Allowing life... To open your heart and realize that no matter what you think you are, how bad you think you fucked up, there is nothing that you've ever done wrong. Yes, there's some heavy stuff that people have fucking done and, you know, they must, you know, go to jail or get, you know, executed for it, like murder and torture and rape and shit like that. But the soul goes forever. You know, there are certain rules we have in this reality. However, for the most people, Whatever you've done is not a big fucking deal. And and you realize the moment that you express it and expose it. It's a huge relief. You go, fuck, man. You find your voice. And and um, it's beautiful, the, the re response of people. Because immediately, there's going to be a lot of people that did, do not like you. And it's not them. It's their personality. Because now you're exposing what they're afraid to expose about themselves. And then there's immediately you're going to have a, a bunch of people that fuck like, wow, this guy's transparent. I'm not afraid of being around. Actually, it's cool. It's a breath of fresh air. I want, I want to hang out with you, dude. And, and so you, by being who you are, being your truth, expressing and opening up, being transparent, you immediately don't have to worry about you know, making boundaries and all that bullshit. You know, you are organically moving through life. And 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 you you don't have to be selecting your truth, your expression of your authenticity does the selecting, if you want to call it selecting, you know, automatically. And it's a beautiful thing because you start saving a lot of energy. Um so the mind's obsessive grip, and he's right on the mind, obsessive grip on separateness must also be destroyed. And it's not that must also be destroyed. It's just coming to an end because people are starting to move their attention from thinking into being, which is the observer. Yes, thinking has a tool. You know, it's, it's a tool. It's like if you're going to go to make ma mathematical equations, you're going to use the brain to do your math, right? That, that's thinking. So I'm not saying that thinking is wrong. I'm saying that the way we've been using it for so long is useless for the most part. 
when we learn how to properly come from the center of, of our connection to God, then we can actually properly use the biomachine. At some point, the biomachine is going to be this incredible vehicle that thinks and it does all these amazing things, but we are actually properly using it instead of the, the biomachine using us. Um, so this is the end of the age of selfishness. And, and you know, from the perspective of Richard Wright, I totally understand this, you know, the end of the age of um, believing that, that there's such thing as separation. Because, you know, the greatest thing that you can do for, uh, for everybody is love yourself with the understanding that you are everyone. So people don't exist. Whenever you see someone else, you're seeing yourself. And if you love yourself, how do you treat everyone? In quotes, right? Because they don't exist. They're you. How do you treat, how do you treat them? If you love yourself. So it's kind of that same concept, but the whole other notch up, right? There will be many who resist this mutation as there must be. They are not part of what is to come and this must be respected. Through these people, all energy will leave the world. It is a matter of selection of appropriate genetic material for the future human. So he's basically talking about all the people that their frequency, they have not refused to... Uh, to take this path of high frequency. And uh, these are all the angles of the light of creation that are still going to experience darkness in another parallel universe for as long as they need that experience. Um, and it's okay. Why? Because, you know, there is no end to the story. And all of the parts of God, we're all going back home sooner or later. Some of them are already returned, you know, like Jesus. He's already gone. And Buddha, right? And, and, you know, Toth. And, and who knows how many we don't even know, right? They're already gone. So now it's our turn. And all the people from, you know, Easter Island and the first Mayans. And, you know, who knows how many people did it in Atlantis and Lemuria. And in, in tall star systems throughout the entire universe, right? So it's, it's just that it's, it's our turn now. And, and there's people that are not going to go there. And that's okay. That's totally fine. No biggie. We're all going home sooner or later. So we've reached the end of the episode today. We're gonna um, we're gonna cut it right there, and tomorrow we're gonna dive into the vaporization of the victim consciousness. And we have an actual chart on the Jinkies page on Jordan.tv that it's actually called um, "Vaporizing the Victim Patterns." So um, these are just keywords, right? We use all of this stuff to kind of like. Dislodge ourselves from the personality so that we can regain command of the biomachine. That's what we're doing here with this work, right? So we're going to be looking into that today. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. Um, but our homepage is jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. You can find our podcast there and all of the episodes and when you go to jorn.tv, at the bottom, there's the Pioneers link. These, is our, these are our interviews, our guests tell us the story of their life, how they went into darkness and found themselves. And then they're, how they come out the other, the other side, and now they're bringing that gift to the world. They're being of service 
beautiful. They're both video and audio beautiful guests we have, and we have them about you know about once a week. Now they're coming out on Sundays. We'll see how that works. Um, when you click on the support button at the bottom right corner, you'll see all of our social media. You can sign up to our mailing list, and we have coaching programs if you want help working with this tool with the jinkies. There's, you know, there's a phone, there's a there's a Zoom call there. We call it the activation sequence review, and we help you understand and integrate this activation sequence. And we have uh, this very um, in- incredible three month, twelve session program, Life Design, where we help you align every single aspect of your life with your deepest spiritual purpose. When you do that, everything starts to make sense. And you, if you want, you can learn more about it by clicking on the link there. We have a coaching for people stuck in the dark now. So it's actually not coaching. It's more like, you know, like a, like a guiding people that are ready to take on a journey. And, and it's, you have to be ready. So check it out if you think you're ready. And there's a video explains and tell you if you're ready or not. It's about making the decision that you will be of service in the midst of your fucking pain. There's, there will be no victim, no bitching, no saying, no pointing fingers. You will take responsibility and say, I will be of service. And when you give that love that you think you don't have, you give it to yourself. And that is the alchemical process that gets you out of the dark night of the soul. Not everybody's ready for that. Some people need to go through their 20, 30, 50 years of that. I took me 20 so I totally understand that. We have a very specific coaching program for people, for uh, coaches, business coaches, life coaches, spiritual coaches, coaches of any kind. And it's helping people how to put up a podcast, both video and audio or either, and using it from a place of true authenticity, express in a very specific way to connect to your specific tribe of people and attract highly qualified client leads that can't wait to work with you because the specific truth and authentic self-expression that you have and that you're bringing. And it's going to sift out through a lot of people that are not your kind of people, not that there's anything wrong with them, they're for a different kind of coach, right? But you want to work with the kind of people that are your people. Because that's that's what's going to work. You resonate, they resonate, you resonate together. It's resonance, it's music, right? You're making harmony. And uh, this is not just coaching, it's spiritual coaching also. It is technical and marketing, meaning, you know, all the nitty-gritty of all the technical stuff that sometimes stops people. They say, fuck, you know, I, you know I, I can't be a coach, but I need to learn all this technical stuff and marketing stuff, I don't know, all that stuff. We go through the entire thing with that one. That link is also on that support button at the bottom right corner of Jorn.tv. You can find all of that there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.